everybody. Uh, welcome to Deadline's new Hollywood podcast, award-winning podcast. Glad <laughs> Media Award-winning. Yes, we have to throw that in there. Um, <laughs> um, my name is Amanda Nduka. I'm one of the co-hosts. And I am Dino Ray Ramos. And today we travel to Zamunda. Yes. <laughs> we, so, we have um, the star yes. of uh, Coming to America, Coming Number Two to America, mm-hmm. the sequel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jermaine that, Fowler. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And um, obviously this movie is, you know, 30 years after the original and everybody pretty much is back from Eddie Murphy to Arsenio, Arsenio. Hall, uh, James Earl Jones, Sherry, he- everybody is back. Nobody has aged. Um, maybe yeah. something in the zoom into water. Who knows? But <laughs> everybody looks so good. Um, you Everyone guys, this looks fun. so good. Yeah. This is the fashion. Ruth Carter, uh, costume designer Killed extraordinaire. It killed it again um it's it's funny there's uh, there's oh my gosh I, there's I, just I don't so get much <laughs> we want to talk about but yeah. we can't because we want you to experience exactly um but it's a great it's a gr- another great celebration of, of 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 black people great comedy like i said you have you have the the, the talent uh mm-hmm. wesley snipes is in uh, is in it i forgot to mention Tiana. Um, Tiana Taylor. <laughs> that's my girl. Um, it's so, Kiki Lane. Oh God. Kiki Lane. Oh my gosh. Lane. Yes. And and like we, we talk about this in the, in the during the podcast, but it kind of addresses a lot of a lot of things that the first movie kind of missed in a sense. Mm. Um, and, and, and you know, it, it it goes from you know everything from from uh, misogyny to sort of tox- toxic male culture. It, like, I mean, mass- cultural, like black identity. Even, black black know, identity. Cultural, black I mean, identity. it has, it has, it has everything all together with really good comedy. Um, you have uh, 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 <laughs> Leslie, um, Leslie Jones. <laughs> Leslie Jones. You know, you can't go wrong with well, Leslie Jones. Yeah. Leslie Jones plays uh, Jermaine's mom. I think it's okay. Like, the, yeah, the, the plot has been out there. Jermaine is Akeem's lost lot, Lavelle. He plays uh, Lavelle, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Akeem's long lost uh, son in New York. Yeah. And he has to go back and then things happen. So Let's yeah, so great, <laughs> great Easter eggs from the original, and and a lot of you know nice new 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 things they brought to to the to this modern version. Yeah, so. and oh, you know, it is Black History Month, so it's you know, but we celebrate Black History <laughs> yes, Month all every the time. episode. Yes. We celebrate Asian History Month. We celebrate it all, but yeah. So, but we can acknowledge that. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. We'll, we'll acknowledge that. It's just in case you guys forgot, <laughs> 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 because I know some people might have forgotten. Um, it is Black History Month, so we are we are definitely glad to have Jermaine with us for this episode. Um, so without further ado, here is Jermaine. Well, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Um, congrats on the film. Um, uh, obviously, we're going to talk about coming to America, the sequel. Um, <laughs> is that what we call? Because it's, 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 it's coming, coming to, to yeah America. Yeah. But so but- just. Yeah, just not to uh, confuse anybody with the original. But first, uh, Jermaine, so what we really like to do on this podcast is get to sort of know everybody's journey in this business, because everybody has a unique, um, interesting story. So for you, where did everything start? Where did you, where did you first learn that you were funny? <laughs> and then <laughs> when, did, when, did you, when did you first decide to make it into a career? Uh, I got to go way back. Um, I got to start with my parents. Um, my parents were very young when they had me. 
we, you know, they grew up in DC, Virginia, um, the whole DMV area. Mm. And uh, it was the 80s, you know, and uh, it was a rough time back in the DMV during that time, mm. you know. Uh, however, can't sulk about it. You got to have a good sense of humor, you know, to just kind of mask a lot of that that pain, you know, that trauma that's been going on. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm learning that, you know. Um, and, you know, my, my mom always had an amazing sense of humor. She's definitely one of the funniest people <laughs> that was ever in the room. Uh, she roasted everybody. Uh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> verbally destroyed everybody. It didn't oh matter who you were. Yeah, she was amazing. Uh, she, also, <laughs> yeah, she was also extremely beautiful. So, like, you know, there'd be times when, we, me and my twin or my little brother and my sister be on the street with her and like me and dudes would cat call her, but she'd verbally shut them down every time. <laughs> like crush them, all their dreams, gone. Does that, does that make you scared to ever, did that make you scared to ever cat call? Me? <laughs> yeah. you know, I learned from my mom how to do it. <laughs> well, 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 it's interesting that like, did, was it, that was that like always unexpected because a lot of the times people look at like a pretty woman and be all like, oh, oh they won't, they won't retaliate. They won't talk anything. back or yeah. yeah. Exactly. So that's what, that's what you're trained to think or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mom, she, the mom was such a contrarian. She did everything Aww. different. And uh, I, I never had called a woman. Every time I did, it was, it was a joke. You should never okay. call a woman. Yeah. Ever, ever. It's disrespectful. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> However, the one time I did cat call a woman, probably the first time I ever cat called a woman, it was a joke. So me and my friend Gerard, we were driving down uh, the street um, near Target. Uh, Target was huge when we were kids. Like it was like it was where you hooked. It still out. is. Target. Target. <laughs> 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 Target. Listen, back in the day, it was Seven Eleven parking lot, and then when they it built the thing, yeah, lot, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one day, you know, me and my, we were always pranking people. We were always just, this is what we did back in the day. And at one point, um, I saw a really, uh, beautiful woman walk down the street and I jokingly stuck my head out the door and I said, Hey, and then Gerard stopped the car and I was stuck right there in her face. I was like, uh, and then she goes, what's up? And I was like. I, this wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> I wasn't Good one. To and uh, I'm sorry. And then um, she asked me out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at that. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. It's like reverse uh, psychology, kind of. Because <laughs> I was stuck. Yeah. Most dudes do get stuck when they do that dumb shit. You know what I mean? Don't, right. No one has a follow-up. No nigga has a follow-up. <laughs> exactly. They, they never expect you to turn around. Like, so no. And when it like, does, uh, it's like, this is the dumbest thing. <laughs> Hey, right. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I didn't think you turned around, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, who, um, who were some of the who were some of the people you looked up to, like the, the comedians or performers? Um, it's definitely uh, growing up, Eddie, number one, mm. uh, Tracy Morgan, um, Martin. Wow. Always been always loved what he did. I remember Tracy. Uh, it's always fun. I remember he did this cameo on uh, Jay and Silent Bob <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> It's, I'm the most random guy. I remember the, I remember the most, the, the, the smallest cameo you ever did. I will bring it up to you and tell you how much I loved it. And uh -huh. I definitely told Tracy. It, it just always stuck with me. Um, and then you got, you know, of course, um, Martin and um, Mike Epps growing up, Cat Williams, uh, Whoopi. Uh, but I, those are all the, you know, th 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 they all came later. 
when mm-hmm. I was a kid, what really made me, um, what really stuck with me was The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Simpsons dude. And uh, I remember I would try to like emulate all the voices at school. I, was, I would always get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, always get in trouble. Me and my, um, I remember when I was in, uh, me and my cousins would try to do like uh, deaf comedy jam competitions and stuff, like making mm-hmm. live competitions in, in my Aunt Kathy's house. Uh, and um, we were all, we all had a sense of humor in the house. We, we all did because we were just all, you know, going through stuff. Everybody was mm-hmm. going through stuff. But humor was one thing you couldn't take away from us ever. Yeah. Um, we never can, you can never break our spirit, you know, no matter what. And we had thick skin, like you couldn't offend us. You couldn't do anything to us that we, you know, it's just hard. So mm-hmm. I, I, that's the house I grew up in. But mm-hmm. I was definitely inspired by everything around me. Um, music uh, made me laugh. Uh, I've always mm-hmm. loved Redman. Redman was hilarious growing up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like it was just funny, man. Um, yeah. I can't remember anything that didn't inspire me, honestly. Mm, yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I actually remember Redman. There was an episode of Cribs with. Best, when <laughs> best episode. Cribs. <laughs> that episode, he just kept it 100, like real. Yeah, because at that time, everybody was renting out their cribs. They weren't, it wasn't their real home. The, oh my gosh, were, really? Hell no, no, no. <laughs> oh, I didn't either. Well, well, okay, yeah. Well, I guess most people don't, most of these, don't they rent most of the time, like Mariah Carey and stuff? Or do they? Yeah, they're not home? there the whole time. Yeah. I remember when Destiny's Child, their, their Houston home, when they did cribs. And I was like, we don't live there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not where they live. You know? Yeah. It's not. And uh, the red, they tried to do that to Redman. And Redman was like, no, I ain't this. no, I'm not doing that. And Red Man had the best episode because he kept it. 100. He did. That's a Red Man. He was keeping. Uh, uh, I remember he, he was keeping money in a shoebox on top of his refrigerator. Yeah. And his cousin, <laughs> during filming, his cousin was still sleeping in the living room. Like it was just, it was Jersey. It was just so Jersey, man. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It's always. It's just, I've always just enjoyed like. Um, just everything, man. I've always watched. It wasn't just stand-up I would watch. I had to watch cartoons. Daffy Duck was a huge inspiration to me as a child. Um, I went back and realized, like, Dave Chappelle was inspired by, like, yeah. Bunny. And then you look at Dave Chappelle's cadence when he was, like, coming up. It's very Bugs Bunny. Like, it's his buck teeth and, like, the way he slouched. It's very tight. You know, hey, mate. Talk, like, that's Bugs Bunny. Like, <laughs> yeah. Really and I was I was big, big Daffy Duck fan. I just love how he just was so frustrated about life. And his yeah. <laughs> I like you studied the icons. I like that Daffy. All the <laughs> yeah, Daffy. <laughs> those, those are legends, honestly, co- comedic legends. Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes gets uh, is is um, it, it's it's classic comedy, man. It is. You go back and you watch all those uh, uh, episodes, and you realize they still hold up. Number one, not the racist one. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> there's some racist one. But Looney, wait, there are Looney Tunes racist. Uh, yeah, there's racist? some racist moments. There's a lot of racist moments. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. No, there are like a, there are a lot of sexist moments, like. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I, I, maybe I didn't. I wasn't. Maybe I wasn't aware. Or I, didn't, I wasn't paying available. attention. It might. I think they might be like episodes might be available on some <laughs> streamer. I'm sure. somewhere. There was a lot of <laughs> there were a lot of ones that were very uh, uh, offensive to like a lot of you know. This they had some Asian uh, illustrations that weren't very. very yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah, you're right. Remember that there was a mammy on Tom and Jerry. Remember that? Yeah. There was. There uh, was. <laughs> Why didn't I notice geez. this before? And we <laughs> 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 we're not going like. All that. <laughs> 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 
what is Tom? Yeah, oh shit. But the thing is, they would never show her face, right? It would no, always be just her, her legs. Just her ankles. And yeah. Like, uh, it, was, it was rude. <laughs> but, but even even her ankles were racist. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they drew ash on it. I don't know. Like, oh my. Okay, you guys. We're ruining, we're ruining Looney Tunes for everybody. <laughs> Looney Tunes is canceled. They're ruining it. You're about to get Looney Tunes canceled. Like, let's not, let's. <laughs> let's <laughs> They've learned. They've learned. I guess it um, definitely changed. Tiny Toons is dope, though. I think Tiny. Toons. Oh, I love Tiny Toons. I love yeah. Tiny Toons. I love that whole era of Tiny Toons and Animaniacs and, mm-hmm. and yes. Animaniacs. Pinky and the Brain. Yeah, that, that was my. Age. That was very smart. Pinky <laughs> yeah. and the Brain was extremely smart. Very, very meta. I thought. Yeah, it was yeah. And the brain. W- Amblin had some great cartoons. Freakazoid. They did. Uh, a lot of that yeah. Stuff. I, what, when Animaniacs came back to Hulu, I got so excited and mm-hmm. uh, been, been watching that uh, and good? how how modern it is. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. You watch uh, the remake of, uh, not the remake, but they made a Rocco's Modern Life uh, movie. And uh, I didn't, I have not watched that. You watch mm-hmm. it, it's very good. It does a very good job of just modernizing a lot of the jokes and like just the theme of it in general. It's really good. <laughs> I, I love I love Nickelodeon stuff too, like all that Keen and Kel. Oh my gosh, we had we had Kel on here. Shout yeah, out we had Kel. Kel on our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> he's great. My, yeah, he's 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 the coolest dude, he's the nicest guy. Uh, we he's we worked so on, nice. Yeah, we worked on the All That reboot, and we couldn't have done it without him. And yeah. uh, he's truly like just the the, the nicest funniest man like i love that guy man yeah <laughs> yeah um so let's uh let's go ahead and just talk about coming to america <laughs> uh you know so he's like uh what what is your connection to the original i'm i'm guess i'm gonna guess you were a fan i'm gonna take this while to guess you were a fan but like what do you remember you know when watching it when it came out or the first time watching it and how did you connect with it? The the original came out the year you were born, right? That's You're exactly. 88? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> like, it came out. But, it came out the year I was born too. <laughs> I mean, okay, so now yeah. I'm feeling old. Okay, <laughs> no. But, <laughs> so I no, but no. What was like the first when you yeah. first watched it, or when did you first watch it? Yeah, you remember. Here we go. So uh, it came out. I think the summer of 1988. Uh, of course, I was uh, a month old when it came out, <laughs> and um, but that was in my house every day you know really uh, so like i said humor was in the house all the time mm-hmm. that movie was definitely in my house playing grooming me you know what i mean like it was just that that's what it was doing you know what i mean i was like wow you know like i'm sure my mom was just like quoting that every day in the house when i was a kid and i, I just remember watching it for the first time um i was like eight or nine i'd have been like eight or nine to be honest and uh i really resonated with the barbershop scene <laughs> with um clarence and <laughs> And it, the one thing I do remember is just like, Kuta Kente! <laughs> that. And that is the, like, it was so, it's so, it, it's so funny. Because one, yeah. it's a Jewish dude uh, yelling that to an African dude played by Eddie Murphy, played by Eddie Murphy. Like, it's yeah. just so many yeah. layers to that, right? Number one. And uh, I've always loved um, when Clarence, um, when, he, when, he, uh, when he explained to uh, everybody that he met MLK and MLK Martin Luther the King in the chest because he thought he was somebody else. Yeah. Once again, why would MLK punch him in the chest? Who did he think he was? Uh, the layers of those conversations are just so. That's the barbershop for you, man. They just. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can walk into a conversation at the barbershop and it's the best story you've ever heard. And 
He really, yeah. that, you know, at the same time, when I was a kid, the, the, the comedic moments uh, truly resonated with me, but it wasn't until I got older and started to appreciate the dramatic moments with James Earl Jones and John Amos, mm. uh, how amazing Sherry was as Lisa, mm. um, you know, his mom, like all, all these characters mm. were special. But as a kid, you don't really know until you get older. Mm. Um, and you start to really mature and grow and see what these these themes were just everything about it it was perfect you know like you can't have comedy without good drama mm. and you can't have good drama without some good comedy but i think they i think you can both are just married to each other and it's just so much truth to comedy and there's something so truthful to come into america that just has stuck with me to this day and it yeah you know, it's just yeah the, it's the best movie ever made man it's like <laughs> top three and might, I, might i add that sherry has not aged a day yeah. like it, it, I'm, I'm like oh what Black is going crack. on <laughs> yeah I think, I think, you know like most movies have a curse you know what i mean like uh exorcist you know has a curse you know oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, there's a couple movies like that I think coming to America has like an anti-aging curse. Yeah. <laughs> no, everyone looks the same. No one is aged. Our skin looks the same. Uh, 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 Eddie yeah. is, 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 looks the same. And, and um, uh, John Amos, man, his, he looks <laughs> the exact same. And no one is aged. It's beautiful. Uh, that's why I say it's the blackest movie ever made. Because yeah. No one oh, my. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a it was a very black movie, and I was very excited. Um, we have to talk about that. I mean, we were talking about it, like that movie. It was it was just so. I mean, first of all, we get shout out to Ruth uh, Ruth Carter Art for the for the for the costumes. Those costumes. My freaking That's goodness! <laughs> like she she did it once again. Like it's 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 amazing. Um, but I I just love how they updated it, and like even the barbershop scene was updated to like incorporate some modern jokes. And it was, but it, it still had the same sort of sense sensibility that that the that the original had, and I really really enjoyed it. So whenever when you first heard that the sequel was happening what were your what was sort of your like initial reactions initial thoughts i was um one i was just curious you know one i was very excited but after, after that i was very curious as to um who was coming back mm-hmm. and um when eddie said uh when i found out eddie was coming back and, and i found out that uh arsenio was coming back and i found out that john amos and sherry and uh, uh john, james old jones and uh damn uh uh Louis Anderson with all the yeah. <laughs> I like how he went to Zamunda and he's working <laughs> and he's at the McDonald's. Yeah, it's so funny to me. <laughs> Dino, don't spoil the movie. Spoil. The oh, record. sorry. It's okay. coming out Spoiler. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not a big one, but. <laughs> it, it, to me, it's one of my favorite cameos in the movie because mm-hmm. it, it's so unnecessarily hilarious. Yeah, you know, they went the link. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> everyone's so important from the original. And my issue with sequels these days, you know, y'all probably around my age. You know, it's just like they become hollow because they don't get the people who made the original so special. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they, they feel like cash grabs. They disrespect the fans. They they they, they disrespect the audience that that held it up. You know, that that love mm-hmm. it, that, that that appreciates it so much. And so. I I love that they brought everybody back, you know, mm-hmm. they brought everybody back. And I feel like, um, I feel like that's, that's where the heart of the movie is. And however, they gave us the, 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 the room and the space to give the new blood sort of what they need to do to kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, be great in our own way. And like, mm-hmm. give us the space and the comfort to just uh, uh, depict these characters the way we want to depict them. 
So mm. I appreciate uh, Eddie and like Arsenio and, and Craig and John for the guy and Sherry for the guidance. Because, you know, they, they could have easily, you know, uh, not been there for us, but they totally were. I mean, they totally yeah. were. And I think the movies, movies like that are better for that. You know, yeah. they were so perfect to work with. Yeah. Yeah, I think like Louis Anderson being in it, it it's funny. It's because it shows that Akeem and his friendship lasted all that time. <laughs> see, and doesn't that make you feel warm? Like this yeah. is what you want to see. You want to see. You don't want to see like um. You want to see cameos that pay off. You want to mm-hmm. see cameos that kind of service the, the service the original. You know, you want to yeah. see because it just. That little cameo from from um, from uh, uh, Louis is a big cameo. That's a huge. It tells so many st- tells so many stories, man. You no, go, yeah, because you what you, you wonder yeah. you wonder what that conversation was between him and Akeem. Like exactly, Akeem say, "Hey, you want to move to Zamunda and work <laughs> at McDowell?" Exactly. <laughs> that 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 aware that, that awareness is beautiful, man. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah adds the layers to the movie every every scene and like every frame is important you know yeah. to uh, uh uh you know um um the fan service and the nostalgia and just that feeling you get uh, uh when you felt from the first one you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all that's important when you're building uh, a new world uh that's supposed to you know um um you know uh extend from 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 its predecessor i really think yeah. that's important man i really do you, you know what I, I also really liked about this film that sort of stood out to me? I loved how I loved how this film, even with the comedy and, you know, um, bringing all the characters back, I love that it addressed um, sort of the misogyny, um, <laughs> especially, especially like the first one kind of, ha- you know, had a sort of a, you know, a misogynistic undertone. Like um, he's making somebody, you know, stand on one foot and bark like a dog. Like yeah, that's, yeah. you know, and I loved how they sort sort of address that in this film and mm-hmm. and and they they really I don't want to give too much away but mm-hmm. I just love how they talked about it and then this is something that it was sort of important for for people to to for especially especially for Af- like I know it's a fictional African country mm-hmm. but especially for African culture where we know we, we, we sort of deal with that issue in in, in our side I'm Nigerian so I'm <laughs> I know mm-hmm. I, I know misogyny like we still try to deal with it um to this day I was just talking to my friend this is good. This is, I don't know if it's going to be, I just I was talking to my friend and she said that her dad had sent her a, an article about how women shouldn't shave their pubic hair. And like, it was just like, and it was like her dad telling her not to do that, but it was, it was just like, what, <laughs> that's not your, <laughs> and, and, and then, and then he, when, you know, when she was sort of arguing, he was like, well, th- you know, I'll, that means I have to bring, bring you back to Nigeria. And it was just really like, you know, a lot of old school, a lot of old school way of thinking. So I'm glad that this film really, um, really sort of addressed that issue mm-hmm. in, in, in our culture. Yeah, it all needs to be addressed. Yeah, needs to be addressed. I have a daughter, man. I love my daughter. I want my daughter to grow up in a world where she doesn't feel scrutinized, and you know, uh, I want her to feel comfortable in the world she's in. You know, it's it's my job to help, you know, bring that to her. You know, no matter what. You know, if I hear some, you know, like I I I grew up in a family where like you know a lot of the dudes kind of. They like that too, you know what I mean? Um, women should be this, women should be doing that. Yeah. But you know, we got moms and sisters and aunts and like, how would you feel people disrespected them that way? Oh, now you mad, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's, it's annoying, number one. And I'm glad the movie addressed that because it's, it's one, it's extremely important, but however, 
it doesn't matter how like glitzy and glamorous and uh, glorious a place looks. It's always going to be somebody who's kind of suffering. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It isn't until you, you know, open your fucking eyes and like listen and start, yeah. to, you know, really hear people and give them a voice that you just start to know that and learn that. And that's kind of the theme of this movie yeah. is that, you know, there were promises made. Uh, there were uh, uh, systemic issues that should have been addressed that were not. Um, and my character, Lavelle, doesn't really know that about this country. He kind of gets this opportunity and kind of squanders it at first and sees it as a vacation instead mm. of trying to help. He's very selfish. But you got to think about where he comes from. He's never had to deal with any like this. He, he's never had anything. So he doesn't really know what's going on until he actually starts to listen and understand. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, you, you, look at, um, you look at the growth. Look at the growth from the first movie. I think what they did, they did such a good job of kind of, um, I like that they didn't depict Akeem as the bachelor. He's now a dad. He's now yeah. a, a, a man, you know, with a family. And uh, uh, he, has a, he has a queen uh, uh, um, to support and um, they support each other. And, but it isn't until the situation uh, 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 props up um, where his back against, is against the wall and has to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. And you, you're, 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 you kind of watch this movie like, what is Akeem going to do? What is he going to do? He's, he's struggling. He's tethered between two worlds, two people, two families, and is stuck. Mm-hmm. And it isn't until the women speak up in this movie when they're like, dude, yeah. <laughs> know what to do. Do it, you know, do it. And I love it. Without the yeah. voice in this movie, the characters, the, 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 the men in this character don't go anywhere. Yeah, the, the women definitely pay. Like, Leslie. <laughs> Leslie! <laughs> she, she, I can't with Le- Leslie. You know, <laughs> Sherry's guy, they all play a very important, Kiki, uh, everybody plays a very, and I love how women really played an important role in this in this film. As they so, should. As, yeah, as they should, yeah. As they do, you know? Um, yeah. I, I totally hear you when you say that. <laughs> yeah. I, love, I love it. That's going to resonate. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, and I love the fact that they wrote that Akeem has three daughters and that kind of just, you know, mm-hmm. uh, introduces a whole kind of dilemma for him and it questions the whole thing of legacy and, mm-hmm. and, and, it and makes- you know, even, even with the first, the, 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 the first coming to America, there's this immigration storyline. It's like, that ju- that's just baked in that, you know, I think we'll, you know, probably a lot of people won't like, I mean, I just like to dissect things. So I'm like, oh, this is like an immigration narrative. And mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing here. And, you know, you know, about, you know, not just like black culture, but, you know, like, for me, it's like, sometimes am I Filipino enough or am I American? It's, it's mm-hmm. that whole thing of cultural identity. Uh, that dude, that all, all, everything, some people are going to take everything away from this movie. There's so many yeah. things about this movie, identity, purpose, uh, there's so many things you can take away. And what you just said, I'm going to just speak on it. Like, um, they, dude, what I, what Lavelle, uh, what he goes through is this, uh, this crisis of mm. purpose. You know, he's, he hasn't had much in his life. And now he's kind of going through this, this, what, what am I supposed to be? Who am I? Where's my dad? You know, all this stuff. Mm. He's just, it's just so much turmoil building up inside of him, you know, and he gets to, he gets this opportunity um, to do something with his life. And even then he doesn't feel like he's enough, you know? Mm-mm. And I, but, but he's not the only one who feels like that. Nika yeah. feels like that. Um, uh, Marimbe 
in ways feels like that, you know? And I think everyone in this movie is, is trying to find their purpose. Every single one, every single one. And it happens when, I guess, when, 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 when you're faced with uh, uh, um, moments like these, when you're, when you, when you have to pack up and move somewhere else and kind of acclimate to a world you, you're not used to and be someone you're not, you know, for a group of people you never even fucking met. Yeah. Um, all those things are very real, very, very real, man. Mm. Um, and to go with, uh, you know, what you were saying about um, Akeem having three daughters, I love that he has three, daughter, uh, three daughters. And the reason why is because, also I love that he has three daughters and people see that as weak, number one. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Culture sees it as weak and I'm like, excuse me, you know what I'm saying, number one, that's, it's just wrong. Um, and it's a dress, and I love that it's a dress. Yeah. Um, I grew up with a neighbor of mine uh, in my old apartment complex, and he had nothing but daughters. Mm-hmm. Nothing but daughters. He had probably four daughters uh, who, were, who were different. Every single one was different. Uh, and they were funny, they were athletic. Uh, one was a tomboy. It was just one with, one, the first one was, was a tomboy. She was, uh, and I, I, I know why she was a tomboy, because he probably wanted a, wanted a son, and he probably, mm-hmm. you know, you know, raised her to be kind of a, a boyish sort of, you know, you know, girl or whatever. And it is what it is. And I think people would make fun of him. Like, you got number of daughters, man. And, you know, he would kind of like, he wouldn't even stand up for him. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, it's, that's awesome. That's, that's, that's awesome. That th- those kids are going to, they're, they're your kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They take pride in your kids, man. And they, they, they love you. You should love them equally. Um, I, 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 I love my kids, man. I love my daughter, you know? And, you know, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a generational thing that needs to be addressed. And I feel like uh, what's good about this movie is that people get to have these conversations in their house and in the comfort of their house uh, when they watch this on TV. And they get to, you know, people from the original are gonna watch this and explain to their kids where they were, uh, how it made them feel when they first saw it. And the young, youngsters are gonna be like, um, they're gonna have their own opinion about the original um, and this one, and mm. it's going to start conversations that are, I think, extremely important no matter what. And I think that's all we can ask for is a dialogue, yeah. is, a, is yeah. an honest dialogue. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's so funny because there, there are still some countries that, you know, still look down on having firstborn daughters. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's so archaic. And I, I like how basically coming to America is, uh, <laughs> is, um, is, um, is kind of this medicine wrapped in something sweet, I guess. Yeah. Would say. Mm-hmm. Like, it addresses, it addresses all these issues that, uh, that kind of were relevant when it was released in 1988 and they're even Definitely relevant now. now. Right. Yeah. 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 Things, people are talking about this stuff and it needs to be mm-hmm. talked about, which is why I'm glad uh, I'm still, I got lit in my mouth. Uh, but I'm glad they uh, they 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 trusted sort of the, the new blood of the movie to kind of help execute those conversations yeah. and mm-hmm. those themes because um, they are important. I think people are they want substance in the things they watch these days. Um, yeah. Wanna they want to know what they're laughing at. They want they 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 want to know uh, what what you know where these where, where these thoughts and these feelings and these situations sort of come from. Um, there's a lot of context in this movie that I feel is really rich. Mm-hmm. Um, I love yep. context. I love yeah. context. You know, negative or bad, I love to know why a person is the way, uh, you know, just is the way, you know, it yeah. is, mm. you know, the way they think, the way they talk. I want to know why they, they are that, you know. Yeah. I think this movie does a great job of, you know, giving you context to, 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 to Lavelle, his mother, 
um, Akeem and what he's struggling with, uh, King Iggy and his, you know, yeah. his family and his daughter and his sister and all these things are so beautiful. And I think it, it's time we start to, you know, I think compassion is important too, man. I think yeah. a little bit of empathy, a little bit of compassion, a little bit of patience as well, but also not letting that uh, uh, slow progress down. And this movie feels like a prog- like a truly like uh, a worthy sequel and. I'm so proud of yeah it's I mean it's definitely a a definitely a celebration of black folks we're gonna it comes out um March 5th do you do you see it uh do you see another film coming out of this (laughs) (laughs) I hope so yeah I know there's nothing has been official but I hope so it'd be nice okay have have you heard of any any rumors talks chatters do you want to break that news on this podcast because we are deadline (laughs) what did what did Eddie Murphy tell you (laughs) what did he say do I want to get fired on this podcast? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. okay. We don't want to get you fired. We don't yeah. want to. I, don't know, I'm I, haven't heard I haven't heard anything, but I honestly okay. wouldn't be surprised if there was a sequel. If okay. there is a sequel, which I, I believe and hope there will be, um, this is why I, I hope there's a sequel. Uh, the original did such a great job of um, really fueling that curiosity of what Zamunda could be. Mm-hmm. You know, I think after people watched it, you know, every black person was like, everybody was just like, what is this Zamunda? I want to go there. You know, what is this mm-hmm. place? Because the first one took place in Queens. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, and I, I truly believe uh, that this next one, if there's a next one, um, I would love to see them kind of expand on Zamunda a little bit more. You know, yeah. I, I, they did a great job in this sequel with like, um, you know, uh, the overall sort of uh, uh, um, expansion of Zamunda with the currency and like the yeah. political structure, addressing all those things, I think was, they did a great job with it. But I think the third one, I would love to see a story about the people that make Zamunda. They yeah. work I want to see yeah. that. I want to see the, the, the marketplace. I, I want to see how that... Yeah, like outside yeah. the palace. Yeah, that would be interesting. Like, yeah, you know, because okay. travel. I travel, and you know, well, I used to travel. Uh, <laughs> we all used to travel. We all used to travel. Yeah. <laughs> Remember traveling? Remember traveling? <laughs> um, it just sucks because, like, you know, I would I would go to like you know places like South Africa, and I would go to these hotels, and um, I'd be um, I'd be pretty much kind of serviced by um, these, uh, these, these maids and these, uh, the maid service or the, you know, butlers or whatever who were in these hotels that were frequented by European folk, you know what I mean? But all the people who worked at the hotel were all like African folk, all black mm-hmm. people. And no one said thank you. No one had any manners. They treated them like crap. They treated them like they were supposed to be doing this for them. Like, mm-hmm. like this is what it's supposed to be. That's how, mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? And one day I met, uh, I was in the parking lot uh, getting in my car and um, one of the guys got me my car and uh, I saw his name tag. And uh, let's say his name was like Danny. And I was like, your name's Danny? And he goes, yes. And I was like, your name ain't no damn Danny. <laughs> What's your name, man? And he told, me, uh, he told me his name. And I said, well, why won't that be your name? Why can't you put that name on the name tag? And he goes, well, it's hard for people to pronounce. And I went, <laughs> yeah. And I went, so? And he went, what do you mean? I'm like, that's your name, dude. That, that's your name. And I think, you know, that was one, I was the only brother in those hotels. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only brother in the hotel. And uh, I, I was just, I, I, I had the manners. I'd said thank you, all that stuff. <laughs> and I told him, yo, you should really use your name, man. I should just your God-given name. The yeah, next day yeah. I saw him, um, I was saying goodbye to everybody at the hotel and everything. I saw him again. And he, I saw him, he was just like, hey, Jermaine. I was like, what's up, man? And he goes, 
You see my name tag? I was oh. like, oh, oh. And, then, <laughs> and it was all those little things, man. They, they mean so much to you know. Yeah. So like that's his name. You know what I'm saying? Like that's his mm. name. And yeah. uh, again, that goes with you know the the, the theme of uh, identity in this movie. Yeah. Never never run away from who you are, or where you come from. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And it, those yeah, folks, that, yeah. Yeah. That's that's like just just like a story for a lot of immigrants, right? Especially yeah, here, really. like. Like a, a, a lot of my Asian friends, they have these mm. names from, from China and then they come here and they're like, oh, just call me um, Jenny. Frank. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you ain't no fucking Frank. You know? <laughs> it's, it's so funny, yeah. man. It's also kind of yeah. tragic, but at the same time, yeah. like, be, it needs to be addressed, you know? And those are the folks, like those folks work at the townships that were like down uh, mm. a mile away from the hotel. Like they would either walk to work or drive to work, whatever it was, they'd get yeah. to work. You yeah, job and go back yeah. So I want to go to the township of Zamunda. Yeah. I want to kind of experience that culture. Ooh, in the okay. real, yes. in put the that real out there. Let's put yeah, it well, out we'll, there. We'll, we'll, we'll make that happen. We'll just, yeah. we'll just announce hey. it on deadline. Hey, okay. So Jermaine, what, what's next for you? What can you, what can you tell us? Uh, what haven't you done yet in your career that you're really itching to do? That's the question I like. Um, okay. <laughs> Well, the reason why is because uh, I feel like we live in such an age where uh, um, there's lack of um, surprise with, you know, cinema and, and TV. Uh, I think it's, because, oh, yeah. uh, you know, everyone's always announcing and always, so that, that even the trailers give away too much and yeah. lack mm-hmm. of surprise is not there. And um, I, I don't want to say too much about what I'm working on, but I will say um, I'm very proud of it. And um, mm-hmm. ever since coming to America, I told myself, like, I want to, I want to expand and I want to really show my growth as a man and as a dad and as a, as a, as a person, as an actor. And I want my projects to reflect on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I truly, like, believe uh, that my, my curiosity fuels, like, my art. And I want, I want, to, I want to chase roles and, like, you know, projects uh, full of stories that are people are afraid to tell. Like I want, mm-hmm. I, I do. Like I want to do things people are afraid to do. I want to do things that I'm not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want, I want people to feel something, whether it's uh, good or bad. I want them to feel something. I want them to be offended. I want them to laugh. I want them to feel some heart. I want them to feel everything. So, um, for me, like, um, that's what I'm working on. There's a lot of yeah. things I'm working on, but like from animation to film and TV, um, a couple biopic ideas. Uh, I will say. All right. I will say though, I I want to play Little Richard in a movie. Like I want. I'm play. I'm here for that. Yeah, that's my goal. <laughs> I want to play Little Richard so bad. We and got we got a little bit of your uh, singing abilities in this movie or musical abilities. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we got we, we got we got to see more. Yeah, <laughs> That's it's the next <laughs> logical step. Coming yeah. to America, little rich, little rich. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that, man. I love Wait, would you dude. would you perm your hair? I, I, <laughs> that is the most dangerous question I've ever been asked. Like, I've been asking you so yeah, much. How else do you get those curls? Yeah, yeah you have to. I have unless to it's a wig. Or get fully into character and perm. You have to. Like, to me, like, like a weave. I, you can do a weave. I can do it. But no, I want to do what he did. Like, I want to okay. really. I want to do it. It's going to happen. Do. Yeah, that'd be great. Nice. 
Uh, okay, so we like to end um, this, this our interviews with this segment we call the FAQs or the facts. Just sort of fun questions to, to wrap everything up. So your first question is, we are over a year into a pandemic. What has been your source of self-care? I love you. Um, <laughs> I love you. That's, um, that's all I'm about right now is, is that I think, I think that's why this is happening. I think mm -hmm. we were supposed to be in lockdown um, so we can care for ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, I think because of the distractions with our phones and with the world in general and all that, stuff, like we forget about what's most important and that's, and that's us. And I think if we, can, if we can start to really think about that and really, really, really take care of ourselves, like mm -hmm. the world would be better. <laughs> mm -hmm. It'd be better. Um, I, I truly believe that. And um, I've been, Every day I wake up, I have my, my vision board right here. Let me show you my vision board. Oh, yay. Oh, cool. Yes, Ooh, vision board. Come for the vision I board. A, Is I Little need... Richard on there? Oh. <laughs> Actually, uh, not Little Richard, but Basquiat's on it. Hold on. Oh, oh nice. Oh, I could I definitely see that. See that. Yes. I got okay. right here. I see it, here. yeah. That is my family from Maryland. Uh, uh, okay. My bro Jamal. Who's that rip dude right there? <laughs> that's Jerome. That's that's my twin Jerome. And my oh mom. shoot! Yeah, and uh, that's my family. I'm not in the picture. That's my grandma right there. But mm. my, my goal is to get you know to build a, a home for all of us below. Oh, mm. oh, I love that. And then this is my yin and yang right here. Mm. Uh -huh. Yes, kinda, yes, you know, yes, yes. Help myself kind of just be at peace with uh, yeah. present, my past. You I see know, you have Richard Pryor on there. Richard Pryor, uh, good. Got to have on. a classic comedy special. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, below that is his wrestler whose body yeah. is amazing. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's who I was like. Wondering. Oh my god, like, I thought this... that was like a video game character that that mm -hmm. looks unreal. Uh, nah, man, that is uh, that is a man. That is Kota <laughs> 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 That is, is a man. Okay. I want to build a production studio right oh, here. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so, so do you do you just like do you like just look at the board and and meditate or what do you do what do you do with your vision board? Um, I look at the board. Um, I I I have a um, I'm really in touch with Earth. I've always been since I was a kid, so mm. I really meditate and uh, focus on my energy. I focus my energy on these projects, these things. Um, last year, my my my, my, my vision board. Had Eddie Murphy on it, and uh, <gasps> there you wow. go. Yeah. Um, you, need to, you need to, yeah, add Little Richard on there. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I have, I, I do vision boarding as well, <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's, it's just a good way to remind yourself. And yeah, but also like, um, there, it's also okay. Like to me, like there are steps you should be appreciative of. You know what I mean? Um, say you don't get. Uh, you know the, the the John Basquiat movie or whatever. Like, there's still things you should be appreciative of. You know, the yeah. goals to get there. You should always don't be so rough on yourself. You know, yeah. always see yeah, yeah. Uh, small wins as wins. You know, there there mm -hmm. are small wins, and you should really yeah. be proud of yourself when you get them. Yeah. Um, and then um, I try to I go to this um, I go to this um, the CBD place and I pick mm -hmm. up uh, CBD pills. We uh, are I, very much in support of that here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big THC fan uh, kind of mm. in my head, you know, but I do CBD. It's, uh, it just relaxes me. Yeah. And, uh, then I go to the medical spa and I get, um, I don't eat too healthy sometimes. Um, <laughs> at McDonald's earlier. So, <laughs> don't Mc McDow but McDowell's? Yeah, McDowell's. <laughs> golden arches. Golden arches. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I just try to, you know, I go to the medical spa and I just, you know, um, get like a, a shot at like B12 or. Mm. You know, uh, oh, you, you, you take you, care like, of yourself. Yeah, okay. that's good. That's, that's inspiring. Good. I do. That's I inspiring. Do. <laughs> I do. Um, okay. So you were a contestant on RuPaul's Celebrity Drag Race. I'm a big Drag Race fan. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, Miss Mimi Teapot and Bob the Drag Queen was your, was your, was your mentor. Um, I mean, I just wanted to mention all that because I love that. Well, side note, are you watching this season? I don't watch TV. I don't oh, watch- okay. <laughs> goodness. No way. Not even. What about if you're in it? No, I don't watch. TV. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, well, I was I was just gonna ask. Like, I don't know if you can answer if you don't watch. But like, if is there another reality competition show that you know of that you would want to partake in? <laughs> That's funny. Well, I know of everything on TV. Okay, I, okay, I, okay. I watch Atlanta. You know, I'm I'm trying to catch up on I May Destroy You stuff like that. That's oh yes, yes, yeah, 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 all that stuff. I, I know what's on TV. I yeah, just yeah. I just stopped watching it um, because there's a lot of TV shows out there. <laughs> And it gets overwhelming. Fucking hard to, to keep track of. Like I'm like, mm. you know how dedicated you gotta be to keep up with. Yeah, it? it's a lot. So the only shows I have watched and have rewatched are like Atlanta and uh, I, I watched Seinfeld. You know, since mm-hmm. and, uh, I watched uh, Mandalorian is my shit. Of course, I watch a lot of it. Um, okay. but, but I do watch movies. I, I watch movies religiously because I'm in and out. Like it's like mm. an hour and a half is over. Like mm-hmm. TV, I feel you. You, it's a dedication. It's like 10 hours, yeah. Yeah. What other reality competition would you want to be in? Uh, as always, Drag Race is number one, period. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll always come back to that one. Like, it's funny because, like, um, I know late shows all have this competition where, like, you know, they have to, you know, uh, they, they have, you know, they struggle with, like, you know, securing guests because they're afraid they might go to this late show and that late show and stuff. And I wonder if, like, reality shows have that problem. If they mm-hmm. do... Um, it's always, I'm always going to choose Drag Race, no matter what. I've always, like, um, I've always been interested in, like, coming back and being, like, an honorary Kavina guest. You know what I mean? Like, um, Kavina judge or something for, like, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Snatch Game. You, um, yeah, I'm, you, I, I, this season, this season is so good. I'm not um, <laughs> And, and plus they shot it during COVID, so there, there's a kind of, like, that extra layer I was there. They brought me back to do, um, I don't want to ruin the, the surprise, but you know, they did bring me back to do a little segment, which was really cool. Okay. Um, oh, I'm gonna look forward to that. I and am I, too, I, yeah. I, am yeah. I have a I have a drag race fantasy league too. So um hey. <laughs> Dino is all in, all in on I am drag all race. In. I'm all I'm all in. Okay. Uh, so this is a would you rather question. Would you rather lose all your memories from birth to now or lose your ability to make new long-term memories? This is a hard one. This is a very hard one. <laughs> <laughs> that would mean that would mean I'd I'd, I'd forget my mother, you know. Um, yeah. So oh, I, I, that's so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's some like eternal sunshine, the spotless mind. Yeah, <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's a great yeah. popular film, by the way. Yeah. I I gotta choose um um losing my future memories. Mm. Oh yeah. At least at least up till now I'll still remember my kids being um Yeah. 
Born. Oh, well, this is a, yeah. Sorry, I chose this question. This is a dark question. <laughs> this is a very you dark question. Me, you put me in a bad headspace. I get it. You know what I mean. But I'm just joking. I'm joking. Uh, I'm fucking. It's all oh, fun. Yeah. yeah, it's all good. But don't worry about it. Uh, I would choose the latter. I, I choose. The yeah, lead. yeah. That's hard. I was thinking about that one too. I don't know which one I would choose because I, I have such great, you know, childhood mm-hmm. memories, and it's like, <laughs> but then what if I, what, what if the I future is just would, amazing? You know. Right. Yeah, right. I would. Yeah. I would want to keep my memories. You know, yeah. I, I'm like as of now, I'm fine with everything. You know, so I don't need any. <laughs> yeah. I don't need any more long. long I wouldn't mind forgetting so last year. I wouldn't mind forgetting <laughs> the last four years. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but mm-hmm. okay. Um, and then uh, we, we asked. This is the last question. We ask this to all of our guests. Is there an underrepresented, underrepresented voice in the industry, whether it's an actor, writer, uh, creator, artist, that is not in the mainstream that you think people need to know about and deserves more shine from the industry? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 I, have, I have like 10 of them. You know? Yep. You name them. them. Fire them off. Um, well, first is Kevin Barnett. Uh, you haven't mm. heard of Kevin Barnett? Look up Kevin Barnett. Uh, he's one of the funniest dudes that has, that has ever graced the stage uh, and, one, and a brilliant writer. Uh, he 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 punched up, literally, you know, so many good scripts of uh, mm. recent memory, and uh, he he's just one of the best dudes I've ever known. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, uh, his name is James the Third. Um, he is a he's a wonderful writer and a dope comedian. He had a show uh, with his homies um, called Astronomy Club on Netflix. Mm-hmm. He's, he's oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's a, what's his name show? Uh, Kenya show, right? Kenya Barris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, my girl um, Hadia Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the shit. Um, mm-hmm. Dope writer and Hadia. like you know, um, I, I everything she does is just great. And I, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll always like refer people to her if they need a writer. Um, and then you got uh, Ellington Wells, another. She's sick. She, me and Ellington kind of have the same you know kind of wavelength. Actually, mm-hmm. um, our frequencies are the same when it comes to comedy. I, I love her so much. She's so funny. Mm. And, um, I, I would hire her uh, in a heartbeat for any project that I'm doing. Mm. Got um, Liz McGee. Um, we worked together on the All That reboot, and mm. all every single one of her sketches murdered in the room. Every single one of them were, were yeah. so iconic. Like uh, her, uh, her and those kids have such a special bond on that show. Mm. Uh, the kids love her. Liz is dope. Um, I, I can even go. Um, I can even go. Uh, even deeper than that, like uh, uh, real quick, let me just give a shout out to a couple people that deserve um, yeah, yeah. shout out. Uh, I've always been like a fan of um, um, like Keith David has always been like one of my favorite people. And like, mm. I, I remember, mm. like Keith David growing up was like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite actors and voice actors. He did Spawn, Gargoyles. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the, he was the, the dad and something about I Mary. I forgot and, he did Gargoyles. Gargoyles. <laughs> Another <laughs> classic cartoon. Gargoyles. <laughs> yes. Gargoyles. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a big ass nerd, yo. Oh, wow. And, um, I forgot he did yeah. that, yeah. I, I, do, I do deep cuts. Um, and you got Bokeem Woodbine, who's kind of coming. He's, has, he's having- Bokeem, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Bokeem definitely deserves to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I gotta go even further than that. Eartha Kitt, you know, just, you know, <laughs> I know she's passed away, but yeah, no, is one of a con. Shout out Eartha Kitt. Yes. Yeah. Uh, listen, yeah. I first heard of her 
from uh, Emperor's New Groove when I was a kid. <laughs> yes, yeah, Emperor's yeah, New yeah. Groove. Kadonk, kadonk. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's Eartha Kit right there, man. I love her. Yeah. Um, and then um, I do one more. Uh, let's see. Um, you know, one person I'm, I'm so proud of right now that's, you know, just kind of just like really building this this new phase in his life and career is Stephen Young. So yes, he's been on our podcast. And I love Steven. I Steven's love, dope, love, man. I love Steven. Yeah, yeah. We had kids around the same time. I'm sorry about him. Yes. I'm always connected with that dude. Uh, and, and lastly, Sonoya Mizuno. Um, she was in uh, Ex Machina, Crazy Rich Asians. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love her. Yeah, yeah. She's, is she on uh, Devs? Uh, right? Or I think so. That FX, on FX. Show? I, so. I want to say I may be wrong edit that out if I'm wrong <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, she's, cool. she's amazing we're doing a movie together um um with Dakota Johnson and she's just straight up like I I've always you know when I do a film I always always one person I truly like kind of I'm tethered to and mm. we're sorry to bother you with Stephen Young um uh, 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 uh for um coming to America coming to America is Kiki Lane um, yeah. love Kiki oh god we need to get her on the podcast yeah well, <laughs> yeah and Beals yeah 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 oh god yeah and you saw Minotti I'm guessing already have you seen Minotti oh, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> I got that screener I'm so proud of him and yeah. uh, I hope I'm glad Judas and the Black Messiah and Minari are really getting the deal. oh my god that yes. movie yeah. that movie got me oh, yeah god. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. True. And you're in that movie too. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cool. Yeah, you have you're having a good a good, you're a good, a good year. Yeah. Thank you. A great that. great projects. Thank you. Yeah. I love, yeah. I love what I do. I just want to tell some good stories. That's all. Yeah. Well well, we enjoy them. Uh like I said, coming to America out March fifth. Um yes. I don't when is when does Judas come out? It's out, it's, is it, it out already? Out. Oh, it's out. It's okay. So, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So you guys, that's another great one. Daniel Kalua kills that performance. Um, Dominique. Dominique. Everybody. Lakeith. Lakeith. Oh, you're star- everybody. Another one of your sorry to bother you co-stars. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You just, mm-hmm. you just work with some okay, good I mean, people. I'm sorry yes. to bother you. <laughs> yes. Like, I just, it's just my, well, congrats <laughs> on everything. Yes. We definitely can't wait to see what, what else you have, what all you have yeah, in store. The Coming to America sequel that's going to happen oh, okay. after this one we're, yes. we're, we're manifesting <laughs> we're, we're that manifesting it. <laughs> <laughs> and little richie too little richie little Richard, yes. yeah, let's it's go gotta <laughs> get that in there man. thank you thank so you. much jermaine thank you so Casey much jermaine thank you for having time for us oh yeah, please anytime I'm, yeah. i'll love to come back anytime <laughs> yes of course hopefully we'll course. do uh, we'll do it in person you can come to the studio yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 once once you know yeah <laughs> Once this okay. Rona goes away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get the Roma. All right. Thank yeah. you.